Welcome to America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. Advisory services offered through the Retirement Guys Formula. Registered Investment Advisor, America's Retirement Headquarters, America's Medicare Associates, and the Retirement Guys Formula are separate and independent entities from Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. Thanks so much for joining us today here on America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates, Nolan Baker, Scott Kirshner, and myself. My name is Chris Swan. Whether you're a longtime listener or you're just tuning in for the first time, really do appreciate you spending part of the day with us here. Here is how I reach out, 419-794-3030. That's the phone number once again, 419-794-3030, online, arhq.com. On today's show, some states are after your retirement savings. We're going to explain more about that. Uh, Tipping could possibly be getting out of hand. We're going to talk about how that ties into your retirement picture and the pros and cons of Medicare supplemental plans, all this and more. But first, let me check in with the guys. Nolan and Scott, as always, glad to be with you. How are you today? It's doing good. Uh, you know, we're kind of continuing to push through winter. I think yes. uh, maybe spring's going to be right around the corner. I know that I'm ready for a little spring weather. Uh, went up to uh, the indoor golf and uh, sure. had some fun there here recently. So, Maybe my golf game will get better, but we'll see when the spring gets here. <laughs> yeah, you know, we had a, you know, the weather was actually pretty nice in January, but, um, you know, I know a week, the, the past week it's been pretty cold and uh, I'm ready for spring. I'm ready to get outdoors and uh, uh, do a little golfing myself and work in the yard. I just love being outdoors. I'm an, I'm, I like to be outside. I don't like being inside. Always nice to have those outdoor, you know, the, the, the 70 degree and, and sunny outside. And that's what you want in your retirement. Obviously, you want that pretty picture, but... We all know it's not always going to be like that. There's going to be rainy days. There's going to be, uh, you know, less than favorable cloudy days. And what you really want to have is that all-weather retirement strategy, retirement plan. That's what the team at America's Retirement Headquarters has been doing over 75 years of combined experience. And and so if you have questions about your retirement, things we talk about on this week's show, once again, that number, 419-794-3030. Let's take a trip back in time. Actually, not that long ago. Uh, the Biden administration, once upon a time, pushed to tax wealthy Americans more on the assets that they owned, like retirement savings in their house, rather than just their income. That idea went nowhere in Congress. But there are seven states, California, Connecticut, Hawaii, Illinois, Maryland, New York, and Washington, that have now introduced wealth tax bills that try to do the very same thing. Guys, isn't this a a good reason for us to uh, be up on the latest tax laws to do our tax planning? It really is. And I think is, you know, now it's February, we're starting to get our tax documents. This is an area where it always becomes top of mind, you know, where people are conscious of taxes. One of the things that it's been my experience in the past is, you know, people oftentimes will have this as an important topic. Uh, They'll gather all their information, they'll meet with their CPA or their accountant, or they'll do it on their own online on their computer. Uh, They'll get their taxes done, file their taxes and kind of shove this information away. One key takeaway for this is, remember, uh, there's a judge, I believe his name is the Honorable Learner Hand, Mm -hmm. and what he said is, there's two systems of taxation in the U.S. It's one for the informed, 
and one for the uninformed. So if you're looking to try to keep the government away from your money and minimize the amount of ways that they tax you, one of the ways that we could help you is we could create a 2023 tax roadmap. Now, I'm not talking about looking at preparing your taxes for last year. There's, you know, CPAs and accountants that are great at doing that. I'm talking about sitting down and having a conversation to take a look at what are the strategies that could be implemented in your situation to try to minimize taxes. And I think, you know, we can look at it because of there's ways that your healthcare costs go up. There's ways that your investment costs go up. There's ways that it impacts your loved ones, money that's left over. And there's strategies that can be incorporated right now. In addition to that, I would say, you know, I'm not a CPA or an accountant, so you'd always want to work with your tax professional on kind of putting together an overall plan. But if you don't have a 2023 tax roadmap, give our office a call. Uh, We would be more than happy to put together a tax roadmap for you. Our number is 419-794-3030. We'd be happy to get that tax roadmap put together for you. But if we dive a little bit deeper into this, if we look at it, there really are some great planning ideas that are out there. And these seven states, again, what they're looking to do is they're trying to tax you on your assets, not just your income. Right. I mean, how many ways is the government going to continually come after your money? Yeah, you know, they're talking about uh, the people in California that are moving to Texas to continue to charge them taxes, even though they've uh, relocated to another state. I mean, that's the way the government is just trying to to dictate that tax on you. I mean, we hear about it all the time, of you know, all the wealthy people that pay little to no taxes because they have somebody that's keeping them well informed and helping them navigate the overall system. You know, there are strategies that can be done to reduce the amount of taxes that you have. Now, I think it was the Rockefellers and they talked about, you know, what was the way and how did the Rockefeller family create substantial wealth? And as they were able to keep the government away from their money. Sure. You know, there's a lot of people out there. It's just like, uh, you know, when you talk to them about their plans, whether it's insurance, whether it's investments, a lot of the older people like to bury their head in the sand and not look at it. Well, taxes are the same way. And, you know, it's easier. I'm, I'm, I can afford to pay whatever I'm paying right now. I don't want to change anything. The, the problem is you're not doing yourself any favors and you're probably leaving money uh, on the table that is going right straight to taxes that you could, you know, get back in your own pocket. And, and, and uh, especially with the way that uh, inflation and the cost of um, go to the grocery store and things like that, you want to make sure that you're taking advantage of all of the tax options. So let's give you five tax planning ideas for retirees. Number one, consider tax-friendly states. You know, retiring to a state with low or no income taxes can result in significant tax savings. Uh, Number two, you want to look at deferring Social Security benefits. Delaying the start of your Social Security benefit, uh, possibly up until age 70, can result in much higher monthly payments, and it can lower the taxable income in the meantime. Uh, Number three is you want to make strategic withdrawals from your retirement account. So, you know, whether you're withdrawing money from non-retirement accounts, should you withdraw money from your 401k or IRA, or should you withdraw money? How you make those strategic withdrawals can impact things. You know, withdrawals from tax-deferred accounts, uh, such as traditional IRAs or taxes ordinary income, uh, withdrawals from after-tax or taxable accounts, and there's even tax-free potential withdrawals from things like Roth IRAs. Now, in addition to that, here's where they compound each other. So the withdrawals that you 
take in retirement time can impact and will impact the cost that you pay, uh, whether you retire before the age 65 under affordable health care or whether you retire after age 65 on Medicare, they impact your health care costs too. Well, there's no question. You know, if you're taking qualified money out as income, uh, that is reportable income and it could impact your Part B premiums and Medicare. You know, that threshold right now for 2023 is 97000 for an individual taxpayer or 194000 for a, uh, you know, a couple filing taxes. If you make that or lower than you're you're looking at paying the standard Medicare premium of 164.90. If you make over that, so if you take money from a qualified account, which increases your reportable income, you could uh, be paying some significantly higher costs. I have several clients out there that are, um, you know, they they give me a call and they they are really really frustrated with uh, the, and have questions about how much they're paying for their Part B premiums because of that income. Uh, I do have out on my website at americasmedicareassociates.com if you want to see that chart that will tell you what those thresholds are. I've got that out there. Uh, just uh, visit the website and, and navigate through there. And you'll be able to find what those income levels are. Yeah, so when we're looking at it, and we're looking at, again, the wealth tax in retirement, number four in ways to try to minimize the taxes that you pay for a retiree is to maximize charitable contributions. And those of you that are making donations, uh, there are certain ways that you can do it. If you're in a situation where you have what is called required minimum distributions, there may be ways that you can donate your required minimum distribution directly from your retirement account account to the charitable organization. A lot of people, what will happen is they'll have their RMDs sent to them. Mm -hmm. It becomes reportable income on them. They end up losing, you know, 15, 20, 25% in taxes, and then they donate to a charity. If you meet the certain criteria, and if you're taking required minimum distributions, you can again, donate that money directly to a charity to reduce your taxable income. Number five is take advantage of tax credits. Um, There's law changes that went into effect with the SECURE Act 2.0. That law was passed in December of 2022. Uh, Retirees may be eligible for different uh, retirement savings rules uh, than what was in the past. You want to become familiar with those rule changes and take advantage of those uh, tax benefits. So these are just a few ideas, and the best planning strategies will depend upon your individual situation, your circumstances, your income, expenses, investments. It's definitely recommended, again, before you make any important financial decisions, talk with a tax professional uh, for personalized advice. And the final takeaway today is if you haven't got a 2023 tax roadmap, uh, give our office a call, 419-794-3030. Ask for your tax roadmap. Uh, We'd be happy to get that put together for you. That is complimentary. You know, as 1099s and and, uh, W-2s are coming in and people are are focused on, you know, what they owe in taxes for 2022. That is the rear-facing approach, kind of looking through the rearview mirror as opposed to the taxes that you owe, what you want to do in retirement. Obviously, if you still have those coming in, pay your taxes. <laughs> don't want to don't want to skirt away from that. But you need to have a more forward looking through the 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 windshield and looking ahead to the 30, 40 years and what is the tax landscape going to look like for you and what changes can you make? This is where having that tax roadmap run is critical. That is where having a tax strategy in retirement, especially as you know, 2035 uh, gets closer and closer to the end of 2035 when the tax code as it is right now is set to sunset, developing a strategy to 
make sure that you get to keep as much of your money as possible. And as, as a bonus, or maybe the first part, Uncle Sam gets as little as possible. 419-794-3030. How you get started with the team at America's Retirement Headquarters. Or go online, ARHQ.com. Guys, I don't know about you, but if I am at a store or a restaurant or wherever and I see that the register has an iPad attached to it, I know that uh, there's going to come a point in time where that iPad's going to be facing me and I'm going to be asked to give a tip. Is it getting out of control? Nowadays, we're confronted, you know, all the time that usually lists three amounts to tip after service. And it's driving Memphis TV news anchor Richard Ransom, well, driving him crazy. Tip jars are disappearing and now some servers hover over you watching to see if you will tip them and how much. I'm not a fan. The pressure seems to be coming at us from all directions and often at places we've never been asked to tip before. Look, I know what it's like to have a service job. I have waited tables at several restaurants and served up a mean banana split at my high school Dairy Queen. But this guilt tipping has got to stop. Now, we know that you guys at America's Retirement Headquarters don't accept monetary tips, but let's let's flip that around. Can you give us guilt-free tips for retirement? I mean, I, I probably excessively tip everywhere <laughs> I go. Um, I, I know that there's some people that uh, I really enjoy. Like, uh, I go to the Elks and Mommy, and I love those people there, and they're such wonderful people that I go up there, I probably excessively tip. And sure, I know my sure. wife sometimes will say, well, you know, that's kind of a big tip. But uh, they work hard and, and a lot of those people you know they they do deserve it so it all comes down to your personal preference and, absolutely um, I, you know we're just blessed in the fact that you know we're doing really good and i know there's a lot of people out there that's working hard and, and a lot of these restaurants you know you just can't get good help today so those people that are willing to go in and help mm -hmm. i'm willing to to do some things so again uh i probably fall into the category where mm -hmm. i i may be excessively <laughs> tip so if i'm going to excessively tip you know give you a couple of tips when you're thinking about retirement and we're thinking about retirement tips and tricks, um, I think more about, you know, what are the things that I've learned as an advisor? You know, what are the tips that I can give back to you as the listener uh, to make you in a situation to be better prepared for the future? Um, you know, a couple of tips is determine how much you're going to need in retirement. This can impact, um, you know, all your other answers, um, how you know how much you're going to need. That's a, a big part of it overall. Uh, beyond work, you want to figure out, you know, what you really enjoy doing. We've talked on past shows about the question of, do I continue to work after retirement time? Or how do I gain the utmost confidence in retirement time? Knowing what you want to do and how you're going to do that, I think is a good tip. I see a lot of people, um, we talked in the beginning as we opened up the show about uh, golf seasons coming up before mm -hmm. we know it. Um, there's many players out there that I see on the golf course that, uh, uh, have retired and now they work at the golf course. Sure, absolutely. Could you know, be the starters. Or... Absolutely. Yeah, there's there's no question. You know, another one, uh, um, assess your health. Uh, if you are living a healthy lifestyle and, and you, uh, like you said, you know, some of these retirees are out uh, working on golf courses, they're living in these golf course uh, retirement communities. That's, that's a very, very good tip, you know. Um, staying healthy is obviously going to control your expenses for health care, right? I mean, if you're healthy, you're living a healthy lifestyle um, and that's going to keep you from, you know, going to the doctors, you know, the old uh, apple a day keeps the doctor away, right? I mean, those are, that's another tip that you want to look, uh, look at utilizing. Well, next one is take every year and make sure that you do something, something big, something special. It doesn't have to be spending a lot of money, something big, something special, because every year that goes 
by is one less year that you have an opportunity. For those of you that have listened to the show for a long time, uh, many of you know that uh, I've climbed mountains with my kids. You know, I took mm-hmm. and backpacked 100 miles in New Mexico and summited two mountains with my oldest son. Uh, my youngest son, we went and we lived on a deserted island. Um, in a couple of weeks, I'm looking forward to uh, taking my oldest son. We're going to go on a, a cruise together. Sure. You know, uh, I know he's been dating a wonderful girl for a, a long time. And, you know, he's not too far off before he'll be finishing up college. And uh, maybe he won't have that opportunity where him and dad get a chance to just go spend sure. time together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say the same with you is, you know, if you've been locked up, maybe if you've been, you know, resistant to do some stuff, do whatever keeps you and makes you feel safe, but embrace the opportunity uh, to get out there. Uh, keep your mind young and active. Uh, also develop that transition plan. So uh, that could be things like volunteering, looking at other things that are out there. There's a lot of different things that you can do when you're developing those kind of transition plans. Um, and then, you know, little tricks like making catch-up contributions if you're 50 or older and you're not at retirement age, you know, making sure that you understand the differences between, you know, tax deferred accounts and tax free accounts and, you know, what might be best for your individual situation. And in the long run, uh, a lot of people think that deferring taxes is best for them. Uh, but if you're going to be successful in investing uh, and tax rates are higher in the future, uh, tax free accounts such as Roth IRAs uh, might be a better uh, strategy for you. Uh, Looking at the employer matches, mm-hmm. uh, I've met with people recently that said, you know, Nolan, with the market downturn, I just cut off contributions to my 401k. Oh. Well, that's just really silly, especially if the employer is making matches. Uh, making the right choice with your Social Security and when to draw benefits. Following the approach that we call the independent income system and looking at different buckets of your money designed for short-term, mid-term, and long-term, that can help you balance out and maybe make you be able to manage your risk a little bit. Uh, Looking at things like Roth conversions, maybe paying taxes while some of your investments are still lower in value. Uh, Considering downsizing your home, you know, locking in some of the profits that you have and considering reducing some of the housing costs, uh, increasing that for retirement savings and plan for, you know, inflation. So these trips can help, you know, with a lot of different strategies, enhance your retirement planning and the savings. Uh, it's really important to consider your own, you know, personal situation, but uh, those are the different things that I would say are, are good ideas when you're looking at how to incorporate retirement tips and tricks. And of course, not every tip and trick is going to apply to you. And there may be some that we didn't discuss here that, you know, if you sit down and you speak with the team at America, retirement headquarters they're going to bring to life that are really going to help you out with your retirement future and the prospects down the line taking that first step giving a call and sitting down and speaking with them 419-794-3030 if you want to come into their offices and and have that conversation if you want to attend uh, one of the educational events that they've been having throughout the region uh, you know all year long you go to arhq.com click on the events tab you can find the one that works best for you and schedule a time there as well but taking the step uh, to get further along in in the planning process in the thought process behind getting serious about your retirement it all starts with that phone call 419-794-3030 I think all of us are pretty aware about quiet quitting when people do the bare minimum at a job because they're unhappy. Well, it seems the latest trend is kind of the inverse of that. It's called rage applying, applying for a bunch of jobs all at once. 
Here's financial commentator Patty Lovett Reed. This is where potential employees are really, really frustrated over, you know, they may not have got the job they wanted, they may not have got the compensation they wanted. And this means rapidly applying for a number of jobs. And they're saying, if you believe it, within a day, a week, not only are they getting a new job, they're getting a hefty raise. Mm-hmm. And so they're saying to people, if you don't like your employer, get out. You could find a job, get it right once, but it is a red flag to future employers if you just are a serial hopper. Now, have you guys ever had a client that came to you after hopping advisors due to, you know, just just the slightest change in their portfolio? How do you build a relationship with people like that? It's a great question. You know, when people ask, should I switch financial planners? Um, You know, I guess before I talk about, you know, how we build a relationship, I think it's important first to help those that are investors and listeners to the show, you know, that are looking to change advisors answer the question. Um, So whether or not you should switch financial planners depends upon really several factors. I think some of the key ones to consider is uh, alignment with your goals. You know, if your current financial planner is not aligned with your financial goals and does not understand your unique financial situation, you know, it's going to be time to switch. So if you find yourself walking out of there saying, you know, I just really don't feel they understand me and what I'm trying to accomplish, that could be one of those red flags. Number two is a communication and accessibility. If you're having trouble communicating with your financial professional and they're not accessible uh, when you need them, it's going to be time to switch. Uh, I believe that a financial professional earns his keep not in the good times, it's really in the bad times. And I think the same would be true with you when you're working with people. You know, it's always easy to get their health insurance set up when things are going good. But, you know, when things are different, that's when uh, the challenges need to kind of be figured out. And that's where uh, the correct professional can sign in that situation. I remember years ago when I was selling home and auto uh, insurance, one of the big red flags was to kind of protect yourself from that serial hop right is if they come to you and they're bad-mouthing that other advisor if they're talking ill will about somebody else there's a very good possibility that there was something wrong and it could have been maybe the lack of communication it could have been they may have had an experience where it didn't go the way they anticipated or wanted it to go you know so those are all kind of red flags for us as advisors to pay attention to but um, you know if you're looking to come to like Nolan said if you're looking to come from me for advice and help on on uh, your Medicare and you're coming from another uh, company, a lot of the people I see, Nolan, are those people that are direct with the companies, not necessarily with an advisor, the kind of a bandit out there. You know, you call that 800 number on the TV, on those commercials, and you really don't have an advisor to sit and talk with. Those are the type of people that uh, that come to me and, and um, I'm able to help them out and give them some really good information and, and help them through that process. Yeah, that makes sense. We're talking about should I switch financial planners? And the next one that we want to take a look at is you want to look at number three is performance. So if your investments are not performing as you'd hoped and you're not on track to meet your financial goals, it may be time to switch uh, to a new financial planner who has uh, a possibly better solution for the future. Uh, I also would say is that, you know, chasing investment results, in my opinion, has been uh, a dangerous uh, approach. Um, Sure. 
you know, I know you're a big Bengals fan, and you know, unfortunately, who day, who day, who day next year, yeah, who day next year, who day gone, who day gone. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's so easy for me to come in on a Monday after you know the Bengals game and talk about what they should have, could have done differently, and how and what would have been the the right approach. Then the same is true with performance. It's always easier for somebody to tout uh, something that did better in the past than what you had. Don't be caught in chasing performance. But what is true is that if there's a consistent pattern over a longer period of time of performance not meeting your objective or your benchmark that you guys established, that would be a reason. Uh, Number four is conflicts of interest. If your financial planner has conflicts of interest that may compromise their advice, it really may be time to switch to a new planner who's independent and has your best interest in mind. Uh, This topic is called a fiduciary and making sure that you understand, you know, what is the different conflicts your advisor has? Number five is new financial needs. So if your financial situation has changed from your current financial planner and it's not equipped to handle your new needs, uh, it may be time to switch to a new financial planner who specializes in your financial situation. Uh, for example, I know here in Northwest Ohio, there are many great financial professionals that do a fantastic job helping people grow and build their nest egg, you know, helping them figure out, you know, how to uh, adapt for a new family, you know, what should they be invested in as they build their 401k, how to do that. Uh, my area and our area of expertise is is not that. Our area is when somebody makes a shift, and that's from the working years to the retirement years, that's where the mind shift needs to occur. And although the other financial advisor might have done a great job getting them to retirement, our job is to get them through retirement retirement and you need to have kind of a different goal because those needs are going to be different when you move into retirement. You know, so if you're considering switching financial professionals, it's important to do your research, find a financial planner who meets your needs and has a track record that, you know, is something that you're comfortable with. Uh, it's also helpful to look at recommendations, you know, go online, look at the Google reviews, maybe ask for references, you know, maybe seek feedback from friends, family, or other professional connections that you have. Perhaps attend a, a a neutral educational workshop that they may be putting on. Just want to go ahead and plug one more time. America's Retirement Headquarters has a lot of educational events coming up in the coming months. Uh, you can find one that works best for your schedule and register for it. There's no cost to do so. Uh, go to ARHQ.com. But sometimes there, there's a lot of benefit if your ideologies uh, you know, no longer align or if you're in a different mindset. Again, as we say many times, there's a difference between the working world, the accumulation phase, and the retirement phase in life. And the show is called America's Retirement Headquarters. They are the retirement guy's formula, America's Medicare Associates. This is what they specialize in. So if you find yourself making that transition and you need a newer perspective on it, they're here for you. 419-794-3030 online, ARHQ.com. Or americasmedicareassociates.com. I'm bringing up that website because I want to talk about Medicare right now and whether or not people need a Medicare supplement plan, Scott. Uh, Let's talk about the truth about Medigap plans and what people need to know before they decide whether or not a supplement plan is going to be right for them. Well, sure, Chris. Uh, it's it's each individual's needs that we have to always take into account. Uh, you know, one of the things that I do, and I've, I've done this for a long time, is uh, it's it's not about what's best for the agent or the agency. It's always what's best for the individual and, and the client. Um, so, what, you know, first I want to start off by talking a little bit about Medicare and the original Medicare, you know. So original Medicare has your parts A and B, which we've talked about and most people know about those. Uh, but parts uh, A and B have 
have some gaps uh, to them. And, and what we want to do is we want to make sure that whatever plan we're going to put in place is going to cover those gaps. Uh, and then we have Part D, which is your prescription coverage, right? So that is your drug coverage. Now, if you don't properly sign up for these plans when you're first eligible for these plans uh, or, or for this coverage, then you're going to suffer penalties. You know, one of the things that we want to make sure that we eliminate are all of the penalty options for you, okay? Uh, the other thing is Part C. So Part C is your Advantage plans, and this is what a lot of people are looking at these days, um, and, and there are various reasons. You know, when I take a look at over the history for probably 25 years of my career, I sold almost exclusively supplemental plans. And I've seen a large trend changing and migrating towards the Advantage plans. And the reason for that, I believe, and this is, this is more an opinion than anything else, you know, these Advantage plans are most similar to the plans that people are coming off of, of their employer plans, right? You know, you typically have a office copay, you have your out-of-pocket expenses. It could be an 80-20 or a 90-10 plan. You have a deductible phase. And then, uh, you know, you've got coverage after you meet those out-of-pocket expenses. And all of those plans come with a premium, okay? So I, I think the reason why a lot of people are going with these Advantage plans are because of some of the cost involved. You're going to pay for your Part B premium, okay? Your Part B premium is uh, for the standard is is 164.90 for 2023. That number typically goes up. It did go down this year. Last year it was 170.10, but it went down to 164.90. That cost for Part B is the standard. So if you are an individual taxpayer and you're paying $97,000 of reportable income a year, or a a family of 194,000 a year, then your Medicare Part B premium is going to be 164.90. So it doesn't matter what you have, whether you decide to choose a supplemental plan or an advantage plan, that's a cost that you're going to incur. Uh, so there are basically six gaps in the original Medicare that you want to protect against. And Part A has three and Part B has three. So typically what a person is going to do is purchase either a supplemental or advantage plan to cover those gaps. Plan G is the most common plan today. Um, anybody that turned 65 after January 1st of 2020, Plan F is and Frank is no longer available, and that was basically a 100% plan. But Plan G is going to give you uh, coverage for five of those six gaps that original Medicare Part A and B has. The only thing that uh, Plan G is not going to cover is the Part B deductible, which is $226. That is an annual deductible. After you reach that deductible, you basically have 100% coverage. So typically with a supplement, in our area, Plan G is going to cost roughly $125 a month. You're going to have your prescription plan, which on an average is going to cost roughly 20 bucks a month. So when you look at your uh, $125, your $20 a month, plus your uh, Part B premium, you're looking at roughly $300 to $310 a month for Medicare. 
An alternative to that is your Advantage plan. And your Advantage plan typically is going to have a zero premium involved. You still have to pay for that Part B premium of 164, but you do not have to pay the monthly cost for your um, supplemental plan or your prescription plan. The other reason why people like the uh, Advantage plans is it gives you a lot of perks. You know, so for example, if you're someone that has a need for dental insurance or dental coverage uh, with a supplement, you would have to pay for a dental plan, which is roughly $45 a month. Now you're getting upwards of $350 a month for a health plan. So let me give you five types of people that would want to consider an Advantage plan over a supplement. One, based on your finances. It could be that you just quite frankly, don't want to pay a monthly premium other than your Part B. Uh, or it could be that um, you can't afford to pay the additional $175 to $200 a month. So someone that is concerned about their finances, they would want to consider an Advantage plan. Your health. Let's say that you're healthy. You live a very healthy lifestyle. You uh, don't uh, have any health issues. Your genetics are showing that uh, mom and dad lived a long, healthy life without a lot of health issues. Uh, you know, obviously health is never guaranteed, but if you're healthy, uh, you may want to consider an Advantage plan because you will never use the uh, out-of-pocket expenses that, that comes along with an Advantage plan. Third, the perks. I mean, the perks, they have several perks available, like a gym membership. Let's say that you like to go work out at a gym. You can get a free gym membership. You can get over-the-counter items covered. Uh, typically, most plans cover anywhere from 60 to $130 a quarter in over-the-counter items. These are items that you're currently paying for right now. Let's say you need some dental work. It comes with dental all at that zero premium. Location. And well, what does that have to do with anything? Well, let's just say that the location has a lot to do with these Advantage plans. Some of these Advantage plans are very, very rich in benefits, okay? They have, uh, just to give you an example, just across the border in Michigan, uh, they have Advantage plans up there with a zero premium with a very low out-of-pocket, $2,500 in, in uh, uh, dental coverage, which is very high uh, based on the industry standard. So... If you live in an area where you have very rich benefits, Florida is another example. You know, we have a lot of snowbirds up here. They go down to Florida. Um, Florida has plans that zero premium with $1,000 max out of pocket with a lot of perks. And lastly, other options. There are some plans out there that have, um, you know, retirement plans that will continuation of coverage for your health benefits. Uh, Nolan, I know um, you're a veteran and I appreciate your service, but a lot of people have veterans benefits and uh, they choose to use the VA. Um, that would be another reason to choose an Advantage plan because you don't have to pay a premium for an Advantage plan and you get a backup coverage, so to speak. Uh, if you retire from the military, uh, you are eligible for TRICARE, and TRICARE has some very, very good benefits available as well. So if any of those um, items really strike a chord with you and you want to learn more, uh, please reach out to me. I've got um, uh, several events coming up. Uh, we do a lot of educational meetings. we got one coming up here in uh, Maumee at, um, on the 21st 
at the local Red Lobster here. We do a lunch and a dinner seminars. We've got several on our website, um, you know, americasmedicareassociates.com, and you can sign up for any of these um, educational events that we do. And, um, you know, if you have any needs or concerns that I can help you with, I'd love the opportunity. So to find one of those events, if you want to continue this conversation, learn more. Uh, again, coming up uh, here at the end of the month on February 21st, uh, the Turning 65 Medicare Workshop. Find the, the time that works best for you, americasmedicareassociates.com. Click on the event tab, or you can reach out directly to Scott, Scott K at the retirementhq.com. Now, guys, you know that I love my weird Dayton history sort of thing. And, and this time of the year, uh, back in 1985, it was revealed the Navy paid $640 for toilet seats that cost $25. They didn't actually learn their lesson because recently it was reported that the Department of Veteran Affairs spent $8 million on solar panels that were never used and Georgia Tech received an $118,000 grant to study weather. You know, Uncle Sam's got no problem wasting your money, but let's talk about this. What steps can we do to prevent us from paying more than legally necessary in taxes for them to use for things like this? Yeah, I mean, when you look at the way the government wastes our money, it's just absolutely insane. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's so frustrating, you know, especially if you look at things like what you were just talking about there with the Department of Veteran Affairs, $8 million on solar panels. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think about the veterans that are, you know, in the streets that could use our help. I would so much rather see. I I think about like what we're doing over at Hooves. You know, we're not funded by the government. Um, you know, we're bootstrapped raising money from local businesses and individuals to save veterans with post-traumatic stress. So there's so many better things that they could do. And, and the thing about that is everybody that's listening to the show, it is not your patriotic duty to pay more than $1 than your fair share to the United States government. Mm-hmm. Now, Chris, I know in the past we've talked about this topic before. There's actually a website where if you do want to uh, feel patriotic to the government, you can go to a website and you can actually make a donation to the government to donate money to them. An anonymous donation, yeah, if you feel so inclined. I, I don't know what it is off the top of my head, though, because no one goes there. I wonder, yeah, how many people would go there? Uh, It it wasn't something I realized until we did some research in the past show. So our job, and I think your goal, is to try to keep and minimize the amount of taxes that you pay. So there are strategies to lower taxes in retirement time. And we want to look at those strategies on how to lower taxes in retirement time. Now, what I have done over the years is I've tried to take a look at, you know, all the different ideas. And I am a checklist-driven person. Mm -hmm. That's really how I tend to work. So what we did is we put together what I would refer to as the millionaire retirement system. It's the tax saver checklist. So first and foremost, what I would say is I'm not a CPA and not an accountant. You should always talk with a tax professional, you know, before you make any important financial decisions. But our job is to work hand in hand. You know, one of the reasons I think people love working with us is we take that comprehensive approach. Uh, So whether you have a good CPA or whether you need a CPA, we're willing to work hand in hand with your tax professional to try to keep the government away from your money. And how we do that is we look at things like, you know, IRA and Roth IRA contributions. Uh, That's one of those things that you have a deadline coming up, you know, this year again, before you file your taxes, there's certain types of eligibility. Uh, Again, the new Secure Act 2.0 went into effect in December of 2022. Uh, That kind of changes some different things things for different people's ages. Uh, We have things like Roth conversions. It may make a ton of sense, either from a strategic or a tactical standpoint, to look at paying some taxes now. Um, 
in many situations may not make sense to wait to tell the government, let's figure it out later, because tax rates could be higher. Next, you want to look at optimization for investment accounts on tax efficiency. Uh, what type of holdings that you have in which account makes a difference? Uh, you want to look at a tax-efficient withdrawal plan for retirement time and how you pull money out. Should you pull more money out of, you know, IRAs, your 401ks? Mm -hmm. Do you pull more money out of your non-retirement accounts? Do you pull money out of your Roth IRA? If you're wondering how to pull money out, the tax savers checklist, we can go through that. Utilizing tax-free money to pay uh, things like uh, different investment expenses, evaluating your uh, tax-free investment options, understanding what those options are, looking at how you do your charitable contributions, especially for those of you who are uh, over the required minimum distribution aids, there can be some ways that can help lower taxes if you're charitable-minded. Uh, if you want to do bigger things, look at it, you know, qualified charitable distributions. Uh, if you're under the age 59 and a half, things like 72 distributions, and how to you know avoid things like a 10% early withdrawal penalty, uh, estate planning. Uh, there's different rules that apply. You think about things like Medicare and what the expenses are with Medicare, and you have things like surplus uh, taxes. You have income means test, uh, leveraging your income brackets to take advantage of them, uh, capital gains harvesting, uh, capital gains loss harvesting, tax deferred loss mitigation, 529 plans for college planning, beneficiary listing. And if your head isn't spinning by now, <laughs> just realize that the government has so many different things, it almost makes it tough, if not impossible, for the average retiree to navigate it all. If you want to find out if there's some ways that you could look to strategies on lowering taxes in retirement time, uh, give us a call. What you'll do is use this tax saver checklist. Uh, you can use it with your tax professional. You can use it with us. But let's go through the tax saver checklist. We're just simply going to check the box applies or we're going to check the box does not apply. And by doing so, it's going to allow us to develop what are the areas in your situation we need to take a look at. That tax savers checklist, we can get that to you. Uh, it's available by reaching out to us. Again, the number to do so, 419-794-3030. You can also go online, ARHQ.com. I think it goes without saying that the less money you're paying out to the government, legally, of course, got to always say that, legally, uh, the more money you get to keep towards your retirement. Knowing that is one thing. How do you go about doing that? Take advantage of this. Take a look at that tax saver checklist. Once again, 419-794-3030. want to thank you, as we always do, for spending a little part of your day with us here on America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates. Please have a great week ahead of you. Guys, thank you as always. And as we wind down here, I want to leave you with the final word. Yeah, just say thanks again for all of our new listeners. Uh, if you haven't yet, uh, stop over to our Facebook or our YouTube channel. Just type in America's Retirement Headquarters and punch that subscriber like button to make sure that you stay in the know on our How to Retire series. Uh, we'd be happy to continue to connect with you, share a bunch of past resources with you. And just remember, when you think retirement, think America's Retirement Headquarters, home of America's Medicare Associates and the Retirement Guys Formula.
America's Retirement Headquarters is located at 1700 Woodlands Drive in Maumee, Ohio. You can reach them by calling 419-794-3030 or online at americasretirementheadquarters.com. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Nolan Baker is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstance. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Nolan Baker, Ohio Insurance License Number 27787.